can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. <laughs> oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Hole in None podcast with me JE and my dead neighbor words. On tonight's episode we recap Dustin Johnson's 15 million dollar win at the Tour Championship. Things get nasty on the JE Hollywood casting couch. I'm closing in quickly on words in the fantasy standings and words may or may not join us to give our shit picks for the Safeway Open in Napa. Hello, Words. Oh, hello. It's me, Words. I'm not going to call you. Ha 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 ha. No, I'm just joking. Uh, tonight's going to be a little different. Uh, I am taking the reins on the show. Um, I think I can handle it. I think it's going to be crazy, but we started thinking about it. I was like, hey, if if I say some funny or fucked up shit and I laugh like, and there's no one else to laugh with me, is that just going to be weird? And I think the answer is yes. So... Um, I started thinking about different options for if words could or could not call in or if he was going to call in or even if we should just call in for a segment. And I was like, dude, you can do this, Jay. You can do this. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to give a run at this on my own and uh, give my picks and kind of let you guys know how everything went. And, uh, of course, you know, DJ just won the tour championship and – if anyone else is paying attention, I'm only $1.3 million behind words, which is just unfucking believable c- considering I was only I was $5 million back like two weeks ago. So as far as sitting here alone by myself, I'm staring across the table that we always record at. I see words' microphone sitting over there. All I can think about is a scene in Step Brothers when Brendan and Dale are fucking hate each other and... Uh, Basically, Brendan uh, puts his ball sack on Dale's drums, and he gets so pissed off. I think I'm going to put my balls on Words' microphone and just not tell him about it and see if he listens to the show. So next time, whenever he's over here, and he puts his fucking like lips and mouth up to his fucking foamy-ass microphone, there might be a pube or two just still sitting there waiting for him. So I don't know if that's funny or not, but I really think I'm going to do it. And... uh Really, the only way he's going to know is if he listens or if somebody, if anyone tips him off, go fuck yourself. But I'm going to put my balls on Words' microphone, and the only way he's going to know if it, that it happened is if he listens to this show. So uh, odds are he won't listen. I know he doesn't typically listen. I'm the kind of guy that I like to listen to it at least once in the morning once we release it to see how fucking stupid or fucked up we were or if we should have cut anything. But uh, so far, so good. So, uh Here's your four fair warning words. Uh, you better listen to this show, or the next time you put your mouth up to the microphone, you're going to have a little bit of my taint on there. And maybe I should have said gooch, and that could be foreshadowing for later in the show. 
As far as the J.E.'s casting couch goes, Jesus Christ, does this thing, it's about like the bitchy boy of the week last year. It seemed to just give away itself every week. This week, the J.E.'s Hollywood casting couch literally fell right in my lap. Because if anyone has been, if you've been living under a goddamn rock the last couple days, you probably haven't heard about this, but everyone else has. Odell Beckham Jr. apparently has a fucking shit fetish. Uh, the same girls that did the, uh, I believe it was called the No Jumper podcast, uh, literally the same nasty-ass chick who said that she essentially blew seven of the Suns players consecutively and swallowed all of them. Uh, they actually came out and said, it, it wasn't the same girl, but it was a girl across the way from her who said uh, Odell Beckham asked her to basically take a shit on his chest. And not only that, but... Her instructions were very, very specific. He told her not to shower for 24 hours and to send him a picture or a video of him, her taking a shit the night before. Um, and then apparently she got cold feet because she could not shit uh, on his chest like he wanted to, her to. And so that story kind of ballooned. But it also reminded me of one of Words' actual mentors and heroes in life, John McAfee. Um, of course, the former software creator of the McAfee antivirus software who is currently I believe in like Ecuador or Colombia or Honduras I believe still a fugitive of the law uh yeah he's a big scat man he literally would have girls like shit on his face and so uh the best meme I saw come out of this it was Odell making that fucking ridiculous catch he did I believe it was on Sunday Night Football where he made the one-handed catch kind of behind his head. You know, everyone knows that. It was Odell's like, biggest play ever. I believe his second year or third year with the Giants. Caught it against the Cowboys for a touchdown. But in the picture, it had uh, cropped out the football, and it was just a big piece of shit. <laughs> he was jumping and catching that. And so uh, Odell Beckham, uh, I don't know if I buy it, but it sure makes for a good story, and it couldn't have come at a better time. I think the No Jumper podcast is just looking for some clickbait here, but... Boy, would it be cool if uh, Odell, now now playing in Cleveland, which I saw enough of the Cleveland steamer jokes, but uh, if Odell really likes taking a big shit on the chest from like his ladies, that, that just, talk about a fucking pro bowl or a fucking all pro best wide receiver in the game, perhaps. Uh, so shout out to you, Odell. I, I thought it couldn't get much fucking dirty than Robert Kraft getting jerked off at Orchids in Asia, which is just actually child's play. That's basically like holding hands compared to what Odell, I'm sure, is used to by now. Um, so I, I can't say that I've ever wanted anyone to take a shit on me, much less a female shitting on my chest. I have enough fucking trouble picking up my dog's shit when, she takes, when I take her on a walk and she shits in a yard. So I, I don't see the appeal in it, but by God, did I have to bring this up because that's got to be the nastiest shit which is perfect for my Hollywood casting couch. Oh, speaking of shit, heard some fucking terrible news today. Brooks Kepka WD'd from the upcoming U.S. Open at Winged Foot, which honestly fucking crippled me. Uh, I know, I know, Words and I both were probably gonna pick him, so that kind of makes things way more interesting as far as the pick'em goes, but. Uh, his knee was way worse than I think he let on. He played like fucking eight weeks in a row, finally announced what people thought was like a fucking surprise to withdraw from the FedEx Cup playoffs. But honestly, if he would have kept playing, he would have ended up rolling into the U.S. Open playing like nine out of ten weeks, which is just fucking unheard of. 
but obviously withdrawing a week and a half ahead of the U.S. Open is pretty big news. I, I would expect he's probably going to have to undergo some sort of surgery or at least stem cell, similar to what happened before when he basically didn't uh, – he didn't – actually treat the problem he experimented with stem cell and it clearly didn't work so we're it, it's tough to see it and not having brooks for the u.s open is definitely a big deal considering he's won two of the last three years in a row and almost could have given it a goddamn run for three so uh, that was the shitty news of the week which is why we're going to move on to some much better news obviously the man with the golden nose gets it done yet again dustin johnson i want to i want to make it very clear to everybody and this is not a threat no, not really. Just to just speak a little bit about words and eyes accomplishments without him being here so I can brag about him. Since we recorded and released the hit single Golden Nose, all Dustin Johnson did is finish tied for second in the PGA Championship, won with 30 under and winning by double digits at Boston, finished second place only to a fucking ridiculous bomb by John Rahm in the BMW, and then the motherfucker turns around. I don't care if he had a lead going in. He wins the tour championship, wins $15 million. That motherfucker just made like $20 million in the span of five weeks. So um, I think DJ probably owes us at least some sort of fucking, um, you know, credit for that. Uh, is, is it a percentage? Maybe. Maybe it is. Uh, write some fucking checks, DJ, because ever since that song came out, you've been playing like fucking the man with the golden nose. Shout out DJ for the big win there. But uh, talking about the kind of the way the tournament started, you know, it, people give the tour championship some slack for the whole staggered start. You know, DJ did have an advantage over Rom going in. Everyone knows 10 under, 8 under for Rom, 7 under for JT. Um, as far as the final scores with the original scoring, like if they played stroke play, straight played the tournament, it's funny because. Xander Schauffele, just like last year, he and Rory were the two that ran away. I believe Xander either would have won or would have finished second. Xander Schauffele dusted the field by three shots. So pretty impressive for a guy that we've been touting on this show for a long time. Um, obviously, when you go looking into the rest of the season, I've been so high on this guy all, see all year. Words was so high on him last year. I've actually put my money where my mouth is with Xander. I've fucking already picked him three times this year. That's why I didn't pick him this past week, but I'm very happy with my picks. I will add that, by the way, um, even though Xander did finish tied second. Um, but Xander Shoffley has got to be a guy you're looking at the U.S. Open to potentially contend to win a major. And going into next year, the way this guy plays Eastlake, don't be surprised if Xander Shoffley is the guy that lifts the $15 million next year. But the second-place low-stroke player, not considering the fucking head starts in this thing, Scotty Scheffler, the rookie from Texas. This guy has been on fucking fire, arguably the, one of the more talented young guys that still hasn't won yet. I mean, it's amazing how many fucking guys roll out of bed that are like between the ages of 20 and 22 that can fucking win on tour, and Scotty Scheffler is probably the next one. So um, after that, though, you got to be impressed because DJ still was in third place, out or tied with JT. So he did play well, put his money where his mouth was, Won the $15 million with the final score, 21 under par. Um, as far as the strokes were concerned, JT finished right there in second. Xander tied with him there. John Rahm in fourth. And Scotty Scheffler in fifth. So as far as breaking down the fucking fantasy picks, baby, 
boy, am I excited. And I think this is the real reason why Words didn't fucking call in and isn't going to call in. But I fucking gained, I picked up $2.2 million on that son of a bitch. And believe it or not, after literally being so goddamn like worried that I was going to finish last, and I still could. Who gives a fuck? I've had three hot weeks. But I am only $1.3 million behind Words. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I was in that log jam that kind of just took the one, two, three players, which, you know, some people are like, oh, of course you're going to play the best players. And again, what I said last week, if you're going to fucking give the number one, number two, number three, DJ, John Rom, and JT advantages on the field, those guys have clearly been playing some of the best golf anyways on tour. It was They were all three in the running for p- player of the year. And so, of course, I'm going to fucking pick those three. And uh, the eight of us, there was eight of us that had that same fucking group. Big shout out, though, to Lacey Underall, my cousin Julian Fuller. He's actually won another time this year. He had Xander Schauffele with Justin Thomas to finish uh, with DJ, so doesn't get much better than two tied for second and a first-place finish. So other than that, some of the guys that were in that, uh, I guess, eight-way tie for second, I'm just going to name my best buddies out of this group. Bogert, Zubs for Woods, Spencer, um, and Dr. Sketch, of course. Jesus Christ, where has he been? Unbelievable picking when he picks, although he only picks every, like, three weeks. So uh, shout-out, Brooks. And as far as Words and I go, after that tied for second finish with $3 million, Words finished all the way down at number 52. Unfortunately, he didn't even crack a million dollars, so I've got to rub salt in the wounds. If he's not going to listen, I don't give a fuck, so... Um, I, like I said, I'm only $1.3 million behind him. I'm currently moved all the way four spots, baby, four fucking spots for 3 million. That tells you how fucking shitty that is. Um, I am in 42nd place, which it was a dream of mine just being inside the top 50. Now I'm inside the top 40 and I'm coming. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm not even in the top 40. (laughs) I'm 42. Holy shit. I can make myself laugh. Uh, so yeah, I'm at 42, but th- the good news about that is that words actually fell all the way to 28. So only 12 spots. Wait, yeah, I'm good at math also. 14 spots behind him. And uh, big shout out, Doug Nix still at number one. He's over $20 million at 21.8. LBBC BH Brad Hondros, he's in second. Up into the top three, back again, Lafferty Daniel, the OG Lafferty Daniel, Bart Shelley. Team Bryson falls to four. Keegan's bestie, Matt Stonecipher, at five. And his fucking one-on-one bet, this, the commish, C-Rob, right there at eight. That's going to be a fun finish. Fifth and eighth place. They've got, a, I believe, 100 or 200 bucks on it. So uh, shout-out to those guys. Um, other than that, the top ten pretty much remain the same. So looking forward to moving on to the next week. The season's over. Now we're starting the new one at this shitty tournament in Napa. <laughs> and I think, honestly, this tournament goes straight to Napa because it's like it's like all the guys that didn't make it to the playoffs. So they want to tune up for the, the U.S. Open next week. Obviously, the schedule is different. But I think all these guys, like, literally, like, well, I guess I'm not going to Eastlake. I could probably take my wife or girlfriend out to Napa the week before uh, playing the tournament, which – I, I did see some people doing that as far as, you know, I follow like 200 fucking tour players on all social platforms. Uh, but I do think that 
obviously it's not the best field phil mickelson's fucking playing and i think he's one of the betting favorites so it's like oh hey this guy just won last week yeah on the fucking senior tour like oh i'm sorry champions to be politically correct um so as far as the featured group goes you know that motherfucker's in one of the featured groups phil is playing with Shane Lowry, the fucking open champion, who gets to hold that claret jug for like another year, like so good to him. He's probably drank more out of that fucking claret jug than I think any past champion, especially like, you know, Zach Johnson. I'm sure Zach Johnson drank like fucking milk out of that shit. Uh, Probably breast milk at that. Um, Then they're actually playing with Brandon Steele, who's a guy who's won here twice. And for whatever reason, I think everyone thinks he's a popular pick. I think he's going to be that fucking guy like this week that it's like, oh, you're not on Brendan Steele. Um, so honestly, that means words is probably on his fucking ass. Um, so those three guys, like I said, will probably garner a lot of attention. Phil's a betting favorite. Brendan Steele is a guy that, for whatever reason, has a lot of hype because he won here like three years ago. Uh, big deal. Uh, but Shane Lowry, I do like Shane Lowry's chances here. I thought about picking him. Obviously, he hasn't played much over sea, uh, on the state side since COVID shut down. But uh, I do like uh, Shane Lowry. And I think that clearly when you win a open championship and shitty weather, not to mention in front of your home fans with all the pressure, Rory shit down his leg in the same tournament being the hometown guy. And what did Shane Lowry do? He's like, hey, I'm from here too. I'll fucking go win this tournament going away and get that fucking badass like hometown applause with all the fans running up behind me like they let him do at the Open Championship. Shane Lowry is a guy that can win a major. I didn't pick him, and I'm going, I I, I should. I'm, I should go switch my pick right now to Shane Lowry since words isn't here to bitch at me. But uh, I'm just going to leave it at what I have it now. Um, I like Shane Lowry a lot. I'll say that. All right, I'm not gonna lie. I just paused the show to kind of like kind of collect myself and think like, should I go fucking pick Shane Lowry right now? Uh, and I talked myself out of it. So fuck you, words. Again, this is one of those things that if you're listening, you know what kind of demons have gone through my head while 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 recording this lonely episode. Uh, featured group number two, Brant. It's Brant, everyone's favorite Tennessean, Brant Snedeker. He's such a good guy, and his mom's such a treat. Um. Yeah, he's playing with Jordan Spieth, another guy that I'm sure Words is <laughs> hovering over. Words is like, oh, God, should I pick him? And uh, Wiley veteran Jim Furyk, who honestly I probably would take him out of anyone in this group. But uh, I'll go ahead and put my, my balls on the line and say outside of Brendan Steele, Words is probably picking Jordan Spieth. Um, so I'm going to do an effort as far as whenever, like during, while I'm reading this, I'm going to send words a text message and I'm going to try to see if he'll send me his picks to where as soon as I'm done reading, I will read words picks one by one. And we might even have a special guest picker at the end of the episode. So, um, as far as the featured third feature group, I have no fucking idea why this is a feature group. I tell you what, I would like to hang out with all three of these guys, but they're not very good. Keegan Bradley former PGA champion, making his first start at the Safeway since 2017, probably because he needs to tune up for the U.S. Open. I would assume he's in. Pat Perez, another guy who I'd like to party with, definitely would like to drink with him. Uh, again, he's boys with our, our man Co-Crack, so um, he's playing. I can't see old Pat winning. He's just the guy that makes the cut every week and cashes a check. And then uh, Baps boy, Streelman, Kevin Streelman, who's had some hot plays so far this year. Uh None of these guys are on my list. And so 
The last featured group, again, another group of guys that I know why they're featured. Kevin Chway, who's actually an Oklahoman who won here uh, for his only win back in 2000, I believe, 18. And he's playing with Sergio. Words is boy, Sergio. Um, and then another another guy that's a Sergio type, Emiliano Grillo, like Armadillo, Quesadilla. Uh, Grillo won here in 15, so... Um, those are the featured groups, and what do you know? I'm not on a single one of them, so that's why I'm efforting to get hold of words so we can see who he's picking. I've got my picks locked in. I'll announce those shortly. I want to welcome in the very first guest picker, if you will, to Hole and None, Mr. Word Senior Johnson, his brother, <laughs> the other J.E. <laughs> How you doing, Johnson? Well, it's a pleasure to be here. It's, uh, <laughs> it, it's truly an honor. Hey, I can't believe if you can't get one words, at least you can get the other <laughs> words. Johnson's going to give out a couple picks. So um, before he gives a pick, I'm going to give my first pick. I'm going with a guy we've talked about a lot on this show. I'm really worried that words is going to be on this guy. I'm going with Joel Damon, the Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, a guy that just has played well all year and he's due for a win. Why not be at one of this like smaller events where kind of the pressure's off? California laid back. I think he's from California. I'm going with Joel Damon this week, baby. What do you think about it, Johnson? Well, that's a hell of a pick. I have done zero research. <laughs> so, are you on? Are you on Arnold Palmer's ghost? Or? Yes, I think that's. Uh, I think you've done great research on it, and uh, I really uh, trust your pick. I think that's really good. <laughs> oh, hey, breaking, breaking! Words just texted me. Uh-oh. Words just texted me. Oh, we, we got Siwoo Kim. Siwoo Kim is the first pick that he's given. Dude, that's who I was going to pick. <laughs> oh, hey, I swear to God, if you pick any of my guys, I will fucking murder you. No, actually, I was gonna, <laughs> I was going to do K.H. Lee. I was going to go uh, South Korean, okay. K.H. Lee. Okay. That's what I was going to do. Okay, K.H. Lee is yours. And then uh, R. Cabrera Padero. C- Rafa Cabrera Bello? Yeah, that one. Perfect. And then uh, an American uh, M. Or not T. Hodge, whoever that is. No, T. Thomas Hodge. Thomas Hodge. <laughs> is, is he like English or something? No, he's a straight up American. Oh, sorry, Thomas Hodge. We might need to re- we, we might need to edit this. No, we're good. Okay. Hey, thanks for those, Johnson. <laughs> get off, get off the, turn the fucking microphone off. Actually, I wanted Tiger Woods, Greg Norman, and uh, Jack Nicholas, but uh, Jay would let me do that. Yeah, no, it was like you have to at least pick one dead guy. <laughs> so I uh, picked the names I couldn't pronounce. <laughs> okay, perfect. So thanks for those, Johnson. Oh, fuck. Oh, just as I suspected. Word, what do you say? Words is on Joel Damon. God damn it. Oh, fucking asshole. Oh. oh, my God, no. You're never going to fucking believe this. What this, you, this motherfucker is also on Harold Varner the third, who is my third pick that I've yet to announce yet. You two need to quit hanging out with each other. I mean, what the fuck? Seriously, you you two. I listen to this show. You two pick pretty much the same picks every single weekend. I know, and uh, looks like we fucking did it again. So he's on Siwoo Kim, Joel Damon. He says Joel Je- Joel Jeff Dahmer, and Harold Varner the third. I am on. Harold Varner the third, Joel Damon, and Fletcher Lowry. I forgot the guy that I haven't fucking even said anything about yet. Oh my gosh, a, sh- a shining light! Mm. I completely forgot about my third pick. 
I'm on a local kid, a kid that I, I said fell into the exact same trap half these tour guys would fall into, taking their wives or girlfriends to Napa before. He's been in Napa for a week just enjoying the finer things in life, some, some wine. I'm going with Taylor Gooch from, from Midwest City, Oklahoma. Oh, didn't <laughs> mention that. I'm going with Taylor Gooch. That is the dream right there. Yeah, no, I, I don't know what came over me. He hasn't won before. I think his best finish on tour is maybe a top five. Um, but I'm rolling with Taylor Gooch. So I, Words and I have the same pick. The one guy outside, he's got Siwoo Kim. I've got Taylor Gooch. I'll take America versus Korea all fucking day long. <laughs> well, I got Tiger all the time. So. <laughs> yeah, just Tiger's career versus these guys. This yeah, week. I don't care. Uh, whatever. <laughs> okay, perfect. Well, before we get out of here, I am so stunned. How long you've been? you've been house-sitting for Words now for how many days? No comment. <laughs> I, you've been there for like four days at Words' house. I can't believe you haven't burned the fucking place down. <laughs> you haven't had like a fucking Rager Project <laughs> X party. Like, yeah. Well, you've been out of town too, so I probably have been doing that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, well, a good point there. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I honestly expected like to come home and there'd just be, you know, dead bodies, <laughs> women just <laughs> running out of the house, just half closed. Uh, no, just kidding. But uh, well, yeah, that, that was Monday morning, and uh, I was watching you. You didn't show up. Until <laughs> <laughs> you didn't show up until Monday afternoon, so I was you're, making sure you were in the front window, just waiting mm. for me to get back Labor Day. Yes, yes. Hey. Well, and the real re- and also the dogs. You know those dogs. I uh, it's like babysitting two horses. Hey. Not, nothing nothing is like yeah we we call them dinosaurs i said whenever they find that we're just gonna uh, bury uh, buddy in his backyard and when they find the bones they're gonna be like oh my god <laughs> an extinct dinosaur lived yes. here yes that head is bigger <laughs> than this fucking house well uh I, I i can't say you know thank you enough because truly the next door neighbor the guy who's at words this house the neighbor comes over on wednesday night we do these shows so thank you and uh I, it it was nice to have a friendly a friendly face in the in the room to save me the last part of that. Yes, and I'll just say uh, to my brother, he needs to find another uh, <laughs> partner because uh, Jay's got this by himself, <laughs> and uh, it's now it's called Hole in One, <laughs> literally, literally Hole in Fucking One. I love you, Andrew. But, uh, His name's Words. It's not Andrew. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, words. Words. <laughs> Hey, Johnson, thank you. Uh, we'll, we'll edit that out. Yeah, no, we'll edit that out for <laughs> sure. I couldn't imagine if words heard you say that, so we'll edit that out. Yeah, uh, just, just keep your fucking head down. Do you know any fucking <laughs> agents in Hollywood? <laughs> do you have any connections in Hollywood? <laughs> oh, yeah, so many connections. Uh... Okay, just kidding. Enjoy the golf this weekend, guys. Until then, keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh, my goodness. Together. Jackass. Been drinking for several hours.